Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome to another Behind the Seams Prospects Corner brought to you by Just Baseball Media. As always, I'm Jared Perkins. I got an awesome guest co-host with me here today, uh, Tyson Shushkowicz. Is that how you say it? Make- Pretty close. <laughs> All right. He's with Just Baseball as well, Blues Jays Nation and the Canadian Baseball Network. Um, but we also have an incredible guest with us today, Ryan Chasey, uh, pitcher with the Toronto Blue Jays, taken in the 17th round of the 2022 MLB draft out of Campbell. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, we're excited to have you on and talk a little bit about your career. Um, the first question I always kick off with is uh, just give a little bit of background on yourself to the viewers, just for the people who don't know you, how you got to where you are today in professional baseball and just some of the things you love to do outside the game. Okay, I can do that. Um, yeah, so... My name is Ryan Chasser, like you said. I'm from Apex, North Carolina. I grew up playing, you know, Little League Baseball, kind of like everyone else starts out and kind of had a pretty normal career going into college and stuff like that. So I ended up going to school at Campbell, like you said, which is pretty close to home. Yeah. Um, got to play there for four years, which is an awesome experience. Um, made a really good team there when I was there, and they've even grown since I've left and kind of a premier uh premier university school in the country right now which is really cool to watch and then yeah i got like you said i was you know fortunate enough to get drafted 2022 last year and you know that was always a dream of mine so that was always really cool or has been really cool and uh obviously being able to play professionally is, is something a lot of people want and you know i can't you know can't say enough of how cool that's been for me over the last you know year and a half so yeah, I'll, I'll let Tyson uh, get into the Campbell here in a second. But a first question I have for you is um, take us a little bit into like the MLB draft process for you, right? You're a 17th rounder. Um, what was that experience like? I know for a lot of guys, it's waiting for that phone call, waiting to get selected in those rounds. But what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was super interesting for me because, um, you know, I was a little bit older than than most guys that got picked on, you know, the first two days. I was 22 at the time. Like I said, my fourth year in school where everyone's eligible after their third year at a four-year school. So, um, you know, I didn't really have a ton of it. I didn't really have any interest after my my junior year. So ended up going back to school and I was a starter my entire life. And 
Coach Hare and Coach Robinson there decided that we were, I was going to go to the bullpen that year and kind of throw in that closer back-end role, which ended up helping out a lot. Stuff ticked up a little bit, and that kind of put me on a couple a couple teams' radars, I think. But, you know, the draft was not – there was a lot of waiting and anxious hours and stuff like that. But I ended up getting able – getting a uh, chance to go up to the Cape to pitch. Coach Jamie Shubchuk with Brewster was – you know, a lot of guys that are older don't get to go up there, and he was yeah. – he kind of took a flyer on me and ended up going up there and throwing pretty well. And that's, I think that was a big part of why I got, you know, the chance to get picked, but yeah. So I ended up actually getting drafted while I was up in the Cape and kind of just sitting watching the draft tracker and hoping for a phone call. So. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome when you get that opportunity to get in front of the Cape, right. You're playing against basically everybody who's going to go into that, to the draft. Um, did, was it? Do you have any mentors or coaches along the way, especially when you're in the Cape, that kind of helped you? Um, yeah, I mean, we had we had a couple coaches. Like I said, Coach Robinson was awesome. Mm-hmm. He was there all four years at Campbell. He was really big on you know. He's a big part of where I am today. Coach um, Chris Marks was my freshman year coach at Campbell. Um, he was awesome. I already mentioned Coach Hare. Can't say enough about him. He's awesome. I know you guys have. You might have talked to him, but you should if you haven't. And, uh, you know, Coach Shevchuk was awesome. Our pitching coach up there, Coach Raz, in the Cape was, you know, he got a lot of good things out of guys. And, you know, I've had I've had way too many coaches to name. and But yeah. obviously have a lot of respect for all of them that have that have helped me on my way. So that that's awesome. Uh, Tyson, I'll turn it over to you if you've got some questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier, just – yeah, you you went to Campbell. One of the you know advantages of being closer to home, but also just I think a little bit of reflection. You know, looking back and again, you kind of touched on this. How interesting is it just to look back at the program now and see all of these great players that you had the chance to play with, and even yourself, you know, getting drafted. How is it you know looking back and seeing Campbell, you know, getting ranked so high and and seeing success in 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 college baseball ranking and and being a part of that. Yeah. The short answer is it's really, really cool. Like that, it was it was awesome. I remember texting with you know Thomas Harrington got drafted last year as well, and him and I are pretty close. But texting him throughout the pro season, watching those guys, you know, win however many games and get up into the like single digit ranked was was one of the cooler things that that we had seen. Um, but you know, like I said, it's close. Campbell's close to home, but it was also one of very few offers I had. I think I really had three and that was kind of iffy on the third one so that was you know it was it was close but it was also my best option and then um but yeah when i committed i remember they their preseason rankings had just come out the for the year i guess coming up and i think that they were projected fifth like there wasn't trophies and trophies like there is now in that trophy case you know so it's really cool to see how far we've come and you know there's i actually should have grabbed them but i've got you know three championship rings for my three years and um there's a we actually have a wall i think they call it the hall of fame in the little walkway and the back wall is all guys i played with it's like 16 or 17 guys that were either drafted all americans or uh like scholar all americans so it's really cool to see 
And then, you, like, again, you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. You were, you know, primarily starter in your last year there. You kind of moved into that more of that bullpen back end bullpen role. Take us through, I guess, a little bit just in terms of mindset change, right? Like, you know, when you talk to a lot of different starters, they have routines and stuff like that. And then you move into a different role like the bullpen. What was that like for you? And what do you think are some things that really helped you with the different role transition, if you will? That's a good question. Um, I think a big thing to note that it was really not comfortable for me. Like it was something I've never, I remember one time on junior varsity in high school, I got, to, I pitched in relief once cause it was the last game of the season. I think that was like the only time in my life I'd ever done it. And like a game that meant anything. Um, I think that the biggest thing was kind of figuring, figuring out a different routine where before I was able to script it down to the minute of 55 minutes before my start, I would go and stretch. And then, you know, you could kind of work from there as a reliever. It's kind of like, Oh, how quick can you be in this game? And, you know, that was very tough for me to kind of figure out how to do. And actually the conversation we had that I was going to switch happened like two weeks before the season started, I think. So it was, I got to throw like, you know, twice in a weekend for the first time, like right before we started, but yeah, routine was really big for me. Um, part of the reason that I think it was easy is I had a couple of really good um, mentors to work with. Like our, our pitching coaches were awesome, but I've got a really good relationship with Ryan Thompson, who is, he pitched in the World Series this year. Um, we lived together for a little bit. He went to Campbell in 2015. He's, you know, been a big league reliever for a while. So it's, you know, obviously a really good resource to go bounce off a big league reliever of how do I do this? Um, but he helped a lot. And then I think as a starter, I was, I was always very competitive where he kind of has a reliever to kind of get in there and fill up the zone and you know go right at guys. So I think that was a big part of it too, that I had some attributes. It wasn't a complete overhaul like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you talked about how you talked to Ryan Thompson. He, I know he's been, a big guy that talks on mindset and kind of the mental side of the game. There's a huge physical change, right? When you switch from starter to reliever, but what are some of the mental aspects that went into, were there any kind of tools or like you mentioned the, having a strict routine, I'm sure that's a huge part of the kind of the mental side that goes into it, but were there any kind of other tools that you utilize as well? Yeah. I mean, he, he talked a lot about, you know, timing of things where he would go and, you know, in the, in the fourth through the fifth inning, he would stretch because he's kind of available from the sixth on or something like using, using a timetable on where you should be used in the game. But um, a couple things like, you know, he, he always told me that when you're warming up to have, you know, you need to have 10 throws and you're ready to be in the game. Like he, he prides himself in that. And I've, I've, I've kind of adopted that too, where I can be hot enough sitting watching the game that I can kind of hop up there. And if, if whoever's in the game needs help that I'm going to be in soon. So kind of kind of the warm-up aspect, being able to land one off-speed pitch in your fastball and then you have to be ready to go was one thing that he told me. But just, you know, obviously a lot of things that he's perfected over his, I don't even know how long, almost 10-year professional career at this point. So, you know, he was very, you know, that was, that was big for me. And then being able to go to the Cape and throw multiple times a week where starters are only going to throw you know, four times in the summer and go home was big too. So. 
Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of that helped you kind of with the transition to pro ball, but what's kind of been the biggest adjustment for you, right? You're drafted in 2022, finally got uh, a season under your belt here in 2023. What's been kind of the biggest adjustment for you um, in professional baseball? I think just, that's, again, that's a good question. I think a, a couple adjustments where, you know, you're kind of in control of more in terms of your daily, like your daily routines getting your stuff done is kind of on you rather than, you know, you have a, a Campbell, you'd have a weight coach that would prescribe everything and have, you know, we have, we have strength coaches with the Blue Jays as well that do a great job, but it's a little bit more on your own. And, you know, that was a big thing. Um, I remember right when I got drafted, we got sent out to, to pitch and we went to low A, which was um, the Florida state league. And they were doing the ABS system and all the rule changes before everyone else did them so that was really yeah. big that was actually a really really big um you know step up for me going from the cape which is pretty pretty known for having strike zones four balls off on each side to a robot <laughs> so it's that was a big thing for me you know bigger bases you can't step off there's a clock the clock was probably the biggest one for me actually but having a Having kind of, I think I threw nine innings in 22 professionally. I think that was really big going into this year where I kind of felt comfortable with the clock and with the, with the, you know, robot umpires and everything else. So that was big. Yeah. Go, go ahead, uh, Tyson. Thank you. Yeah. I just, I wanted to kind of uh, end it with the, the 2023. How, how are you feeling? Cause you did have a injury setback in the summer there. Um, how are you doing heading into? this off season. I'm good. I'm good. I, I was, um, like you said, I got hurt in early June this year. I had a tear in the muscle right above my lap, Terry's major. Mm-hmm. So I was out for, I think we ended up saying we were, we were five weeks, no throw, and then kind of built up till the end of the season. And then we ended up getting to the point where I was, was a little bit too close to send me back out. So I was healthy in September. Um, and then I got to stay down there and throw some more to kind of build up for, for next year. So I'm, I'm healthy now. That's good to hear. But yeah, thank you. Yeah. Now that you have that health too, kind of what goes into your um, off season routine, right? Um, is there some things that you're really focused on this off season to get you prepared for 2024? And like, what are some of the things you like to do away from the game to help get your mind off of baseball sometimes? Yeah. So like I said, I was down there for a couple extra months, got back and, um, I actually work out back at school. Like I said, it was pretty close. And we've got um, a group of five or six guys that are playing pro ball now that kind of all work out and throw together, which is awesome. Um, but I'm down there a lot, doing a lot of lifting, trying to continue some of the strength goals that we've set, at, like kind of with the organization and um, being able to just kind of hone my craft a little bit. I'm not going to not gonna do too much in terms of like – live reps right now pitching wise but being able to kind of build up and throw is is important kind of going into next year because as you guys know the seasons are long and gotta be ready to go like obviously injuries are not ideal and need to be you know taken care of now rather than in june again so that's a big part for me this off season is to to kind of pre prep myself for it right yeah do you have any passions away from the game that you're really kind of focused on I do. Um, I like photography a lot, and I actually got into that a little bit while I was um, 
while I was hurt this year um, with with our low A in the same city. I got to go out and take pictures and stuff for the guys, and that's really cool. I like cooking a lot, and I didn't get to do that at all during the season, so I've taken advantage of having, you know, a kitchen at home and stuff. But those two things, spending time with family that I don't get to do a ton. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Do you have a so is it more like nature photography or do you like taking action shots of humans? Or what kind of yeah, so I started I had Tommy John in college and kind of actually a similar situation where I wasn't playing and wanted something to do. And so I started with baseball and have I mostly do baseball, but kind of kind of mixes up uh depending on where we're at. Like my fiance and I took a trip to New York this last week and I brought my camera and did a bunch of nice okay not nature but building shots and stuff so that's really cool that's really yeah. cool um Tyson do you have any other questions I have two more that I usually go into but just thought I'd turn it to yeah you. I, I got pretty much just one um usually this is a question in if I was doing an interview with a player such as yourself I'd kind of finish with but what would you say is your goal for next season we kind of talked a little bit about the off season, but you know heading into next year you know, some, some players say, oh, I want to be at this level or I want to have this or I want to be healthy, et cetera. What would you say is your overlying, your biggest goal for he- not, not only so much heading into next year, but next year, just in general? I think staying healthy is a really big part of it. Um, I guess I'll two part that answer. I said staying healthy is the first part and then being able to throw a lot of innings and kind of prove my worth a little bit to the you know, to the organization and, and kind of prove what I've got. Cause again, I only got to throw 24 innings or something this right. year. You know, I'm used to throwing more than that. And so staying healthy and then in accordance with that, being able to kind of extend a little bit throughout the season and throw a lot of innings would be my goal. Awesome. Yeah. It makes sense. It's good. It's really good to see you healthy into the off season. Everything went well. That's, that's really great to hear. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and the, the last question I always kind of wrap up on uh, because, one, we like this podcast to kind of have an opportunity for fans to get to know the human side of the players, but we also want it to be a chance for future players to come and kind of learn from other athletes who kind of been through it. Like you talked about Ryan Thompson being kind of a mentor for you. If you had one piece of advice uh, for the next generation of athletes kind of trying to go on the same journey, what would that be? I would say, okay. Um, my piece of advice would be not to worry too much about what's happening in the present in terms of where you're at. For example, I didn't play varsity baseball as a high schooler until I was a junior. You know, a lot of kids are really worried about making the varsity team, and you know, for whatever reason that may be. Um, I didn't get drafted until I was 22. A lot of guys don't get picked that that high. So, you know, everyone has a time that, you know, their time comes and you don't always need to rush towards that, I guess. That's how I like it, I think. Yeah, I love it. I think that's a great thing to end on. Uh, Ryan, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. Uh, we're wishing you nothing but success in life and in baseball going into the offseason and into next year as well. Thank you guys so much for having me.